Hey church, we just heard an incredible message that we believe is for you. So get ready to be encouraged, to be strengthened. This will change your life. We love you so much. Awesome, awesome. Thank you, Eric. And good morning to each and every one of you. I'm so excited. You guys look cold there and it is like 75 degrees here. So we love you so, so much. Um, But I wanted to take a second and just honor our pastors. Um, Our pastors pour into our lives like nobody I've ever seen. They invest in our lives. They draw leadership and authority out of us like I've never seen before. I remember a few years back I had kidney stones. And for those of you who have never had kidney stones, you never want those. Uh, But I was in a rough place in my life, okay? And Pastor Earl drives an hour both ways in traffic, and he texts me, and he says, I'm coming, and I text him back, and I say, no, don't come. <laughs> I got 105 fever. I can't, I can't handle it. But he came anyways because that's who they are, because they love you so much. They love us so much. Uh, we feel that so, so much from them. I know that each of you have a story just like that, um, but when I look at the life of Christ, I see his characteristics replicated in our pastors, and that's who I want to follow. It is such an honor, such a joy uh, to bring heaven to earth every single day with them alongside and and, and following them. So um, we love you guys. I've been reading in Daniel and I have something to share with you guys from Daniel. So something jumped out at me when I was reading this story. Um, the, the, The King Nebuchadnezzar, okay, he comes and he has a dream, right? And it's actually not just a dream, it's a nightmare, okay? He has a nightmare and he is haunted by this nightmare. And so he goes to his astrologers, his magicians, and and he says this, he says, I want you to interpret this dream, but for me to ensure that you you got it right, I want you first to tell me what the dream was and then interpret it, all right? So he's asking two steps from them, okay? So here's the scripture. In Daniel 2, verse 9, it says this, so then tell me the dream and I will know that you can interpret it for me. The astrologers answered the king, there is no one on earth who can do what the king asks. No king, however great and mighty, has ever asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or astrologer. What the king asks is too difficult. What the king asks is too difficult. This is the response from his people, from his leaders, right? Okay, so let's jump a little bit further. Daniel hears about the story. You guys know the story, but I want to get to the scripture of Daniel's response because this, I believe, is what we are supposed to respond, okay? Daniel responds with this. First, he says, yes. He says, I can do it because of him who lives within me. I can do it, right? And then he says this in verse 19. He says, then the mystery was revealed to Daniel in a vision of the night. And then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, wait, I want to stop for a second. He blessed the God of heaven. He fell to his knees in the middle of the night. He didn't wait till next week uh, to say, thank you, Father, for the miraculous working power that you just did. Thank you, Father, in that moment. I believe we're supposed to drop to our knees in the moment. Um, But then he says this. Daniel answered and he said, blessed be the name of God forever and ever to whom belongs wisdom and might. He changes times and seasons. He removes kings and he sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells within him. To you, O God of my fathers, I give thanks and I give praise for you have given me wisdom and might and have now made known to me what we asked of you for you have made known to us the king's matter. I love his response. I believe we're supposed to respond just like this. We're supposed to fall to our knees and respond just like him. Because when the king asked the magicians to interpret the dream, they say, no king has ever asked this much of his magicians. They say, and they didn't know if they could do it. And the reason they didn't know is because they had never seen it done before. And they had never done it themselves before, right? This is the kind of hope that the world offers. Hope in what is seen. 
hope in the talents, hope in our own abilities, hope in our own comfort zones. And in reality, this isn't hope. That's not hope at all. That's false hope. That's putting hope in something that cannot fulfill. But this type of false hope, it will always be limited by fear. And when we walk in this type of hope, fear fear will always win. Fear will win out when we're walking in this false sense of hope. Doubt will always win. The enemy will always have his way when the root of the power comes from within ourselves. Our root of our power cannot come from within ourselves. I believe God has called us as a serve team, as a core group of leaders. That is not, we do not walk in the hope of what is seen, but in a deep and a hidden hope that is only revealed to us by the Father. A blind type faith that we can only get whenever we are spending time in his presence. That we can only get when we recognize that we serve the same God that Daniel did. That comes only from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This is the God that we serve. So in David's answer, this is what he says. He says, to God belongs wisdom and might. He changes time and seasons. He removes and he sets up kings. He gives wisdom and knowledge. And the last one that I love so much, he reveals deep and hidden things. This is the God we serve. He doesn't change. He changes times and seasons. Let's talk about that for a second. This is unnatural, right? This is unnatural. This does not follow science. This does not follow order. It does not follow something that we can understand. Changing times and seasons, right? For me, I don't know about you, but I like process. And I like to understand what's going to happen the next day and the next year and the next season, right? But it is, it is not a common thing to wake up in the morning and think, I wonder if the sun will come up today. You don't have to wonder because you know it will. I wonder if it will snow today in the middle of July in Dallas or any time in Antigua because it never snows here. I wonder if today, just today, just one day, if, if we will actually have 30 hours in the day instead of 24. Because God changes times and seasons. I'm not saying God's going to go and change our time schedule or seasons, but I'm saying that he is not bound by this. He is not bound by the things that we think bind us. And he lives within us, all right? So seasons, they happen in order. They happen at the same time of the year. It's science. It's factual. Um, We have no seasons here in Guatemala. It's eternal spring. And some people love that. I'm missing the cold. So if y'all want to send some to me. Um, But he is not bound by this at all. We cannot think. You and I, as part of this serve team, as part of this core team, as staff, we cannot continue on thinking in the natural realm anymore. We cannot think in the normal anymore because God has called us to something greater. We cannot continue on in life trying to lean on the fact that we have a strategic mind or lean on the fact that we have a creative mind or or lean on the fact that we have a beautiful voice or, or a great sense of humor. You may have all of those things, and if you do, you're amazing, you're talented, you're awesome. I don't have a beautiful voice, but you may. And, and that's awesome. Use it for the glory of God. But this is not what he's requiring of us. He says, you are the God who reveals deep and hidden things. I believe, I believe if we are going to fulfill every call on our life, we have to start thinking in a hope that is unseen. If we want to be a life-giving, explosive church that shows the love of the Father like this world has never seen before, we have to start thinking in ways that this world has never thought before. We have to start believing in ways that this world has never believed before. We have to start praying in ways that this world has never prayed before because I, I believe God is calling us to this. So we better start relying on the Holy Spirit to reveal deep and hidden things to us. I believe with all my heart that our pastors, Earl and Onika, have a deep revelation. I believe that, that the things that they are calling us to as a church body are not natural. They're not natural. They're beyond the natural. They're beyond the ordinary. They could have said, okay, we're going to have White Rock and we're going to expand and expand and expand. They didn't 
didn't say that. They said, we're going to send people to Antigua. We're going to send people to Bishop Arts. We're going to send people to North Dallas. And we're just now scratching the surface because I believe that God has a vision and a passion and a direction so clearly. And I believe with all my heart that they have received this deep revelation straight from the Holy Spirit. And I want us to recognize this. The Holy Spirit has revealed deep and hidden things to them. And they have been on their faces asking God for direction and wisdom and insight and vision for 2019 and for the next five years and the next 10 years. And as a team that surrounds them, we have to recognize that there's a mandate on our lives to listen to this revelation. One is listen. The second thing that we have to do is we have to recognize that it is deep and hidden and it is a revelation from the Holy Spirit. It's not just humans telling us this. It is a direct line from the Holy Spirit. And then third, we have to put it into action. You and I, we have to come around and we have to say we are called to carry this vision. We are called to make it exactly like God gave it to you because I don't want to taint it. I want to make sure that it's exactly like the Holy Spirit said it to you. But here's the but. Don't stop there. We cannot stop there. God has called us, each of us, to have a mindset shift. Each of us. When they share the vision with us, or when God lays something on our heart that feels like a change in season, like something out of the ordinary, like something that feels out of our comfort zone, out of our our natural, we need to recognize that we cannot be people that respond like the magicians. We cannot respond with, wait, 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 no one's ever asked this much of me. Yeah. No one's ever put this much on me. I, I, I don't know how naturally I can do this. Yeah. I'm going to give you a couple of practical examples. When God asks us to give above and beyond in generosity. Yeah. When he asks us to say, look at your bank account, now give above and beyond. That's not natural, right? Yeah. It's not natural that it, that it functions that way, but sometimes God says, do it. Yeah. And we serve a big God. Maybe in another example, when God asks us to invite a couple out to dinner that we've been offended at for 10 years. Yeah. Our thought, my first thought might be, well, they won't come because they hate me. Our second thought might be, well, I don't want them to come because I hate them. Right. <laughs> All right, right? And our third thought, our third thought needs to be, actually our first thought needs to be, but our, our third thought is okay for now, okay? Our third thought needs to be, but we serve a bigger God than this. We serve a God who, re- who is above all things. We serve a God who reveals deep and hidden things. He is a God not of the natural, but of the supernatural. This is who we serve. So when our, pastor, our pastors ask us to carry vision on Sunday, for some of us, that's scary, right? When, when, our, when our task is to... Re- recognize or restructure, reorganize or restructure the host team, right? That that can be scary. I don't know what level you're at. Maybe it's when your role is to make pastoral care excellent or when you're asked to to serve on the growth track team or whatever it may be, that that role may be out of your comfort zone, out of your your, your, um, natural. But whatever task or calling it is, our first response can no longer be, okay, here's how I've seen it done in the past. Okay, okay, this is how I know it'll work best. Or, Or here's what I'm good at. Here's what I'm good at. Have you ever said that? Here's what I'm good at. Our response has to be this. We have to say yes. Just like Daniel, we have to say yes. We serve a mighty God. He lives within us. And the second is we have to fall on our knees, ask for his will and his revelation and his deep knowledge and his empowering Holy Spirit because we don't need, we cannot look at each individual situation. Um, We have to look at them solo. We have to look at them by themselves, right? And we have to say, Father, how do you want me to react in this situation? How do you want me to revamp the host team today? I don't want to look at how we did it last year. I want to look at today. And I want to make sure that we are matching the vision and calling you've given our pastors and that you've laid on our hearts. So we have to respond like Daniel. We have to fall on our knees. And, and I believe, God, if, if, God if, if I want to see something I've never seen before, 
then I, want, I will have to think thoughts that I've never thought before. I will have to shift mentalities that I haven't had to shift before. I will have to pray like I've never prayed, and I will have to hope in an unseen uh, Father like I've never had to do before. And we need to remember that He is the one who reveals these deep and hidden things. Only Him. There is no limit to His power. But if we confuse who the powerful one is, if we start to think it's about us, there is a definite limit to what He can do in and through us. And I don't want to be that cap. I don't want to be that limit. I don't want to limit what God can do in this house. I want to be able to say, Father, do everything you want because it's all about you. I believe we're called to change this world. I believe we're called to bring heaven to earth. And heaven to earth on earth, it's unnatural. It's just as unnatural as a 30-hour day and a 24-hour day, right? So let's live our lives and let's find our source of power in the deep and hidden things that he's revealed to us. All right? Love you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast, church. If you gave your life to Jesus today, we'd love to know you, meet you, and hear your story. So be sure to email your information to info at shorelinecity.church so we can get you the tools you need to grow in Christ and impact this world. Love you, church.